Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. According to a report by Bloomberg, Twitter CEO Elon Musk has become the first person in history to lose a staggering $200 billion in net worth. This significant drop in wealth can be largely attributed to the decline in the value of Musk's shares in electric vehicle company Tesla, of which he is the CEO. And the value of these shares has decreased by 65% in 2022 and plummeted by 11% in a single day last week. At its peak in November 2021, Musk's fortune was estimated at $340 billion by Bloomberg's Billionaire Index, and he is currently worth around $137 billion. Now, Musk was previously the world's wealthiest person, but has recently been overtaken by European fashion magnate Bernard Arnault, the head of LVMH, and along with the challenges facing Tesla, Musk has also faced controversies surrounding his management of Twitter, which he acquired for $44 billion. The platform has struggled financially and has faced criticism from its handling of free speech issues, leading Musk to describe it as a plane that is headed toward the ground at high speed with the engines on fire and the controls don't work. Now, in an effort to improve its financial situation, Twitter shut down servers at a data center in Sacramento and reportedly fired janitors at its San Francisco headquarters, causing some staff to bring in their own toilet paper. Tesla, meanwhile, is facing mounting competition and has responded by offering American consumers a discount on certain car models and reducing production at its Shanghai plant. Now, the world's billionaires have lost nearly $2 trillion in 2022, according to Forbes, and American billionaires were hit particularly hard losing a combined $660 billion, and Musk lost the most of any individual. However, it should be noted that this loss comes after the world's billionaires added a total of $5 trillion to their collective wealth between March 2020 and November 2021. Forbes attributes the losses in the United States to a decline in tech stock value rising interest rates, inflation, and a weakening economy. Tesla's stock has had a tumultuous year, experiencing ups and downs in the markets. And on Thursday, the stock was up almost 6%, but it has been down more than 10% since last week. This drop in stock price has been exacerbated by a new cut to its price target from Morgan Stanley, which reduced its target from $330 per share to $250. And despite this, Morgan Stanley still believes the company is somewhat undervalued due to its head start over other electric car competition and potential tax advantages from the Inflation Reduction Act passed earlier this year. The company's losses have also significantly impacted CEO Elon Musk's net worth, which has decreased to $132 billion, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index less than half of what it was at the beginning of this year. Musk lost the title of the world's richest person to Bernard Arnault, the French luxury goods giant LVMH chairman, two weeks ago. And there are several reasons why Tesla's stock has been performing poorly in the market. One is the perceived weakening demand for Tesla's products. 
The company recently offered two rebates for buyers who took delivery of a vehicle before the end of the year, initially offering a $3,750 discount earlier this month and then doubling that rebate to $7,500 last Thursday. And this rare sale may indicate that Tesla is starting to see cracks in demand in both China and the U.S., particularly as EV competition increases. Another reason for the decline in Tesla's stock price is the possibility of a recession in the U.S. economy next year, which could hurt car sales. Musk himself predicted on a Twitter Spaces call that there will be a serious recession in 2023. Another factor contributing to the decrease in Tesla's stock value is the question of whether the company was ever worth its trillion-dollar valuation at the start of the year. And at its peak, Tesla was worth more than 12 largest automakers in the world combined, despite having a fraction of their sales. And today, it's worth $399 billion. Some critics argue that much of Tesla's high valuation was based on promises made by Musk about future products, many of which were not delivered on time or at all. One example is the Cybertruck, Tesla pickup truck that was first unveiled around three years ago with the promise of production starting in 2021. However, this production date has yet to be met. And additionally, there have been concerns about Tesla's ability to produce cars at a high volume and at a low cost. The company has struggled with production issues in the past, and there have been doubts about whether it will be able to scale production to meet the high demand for its vehicles. There are also concerns about the high costs associated with producing Tesla's electric cars, which may limit the company's profitability. And despite these challenges, there are also several factors that could potentially boost Tesla's stock price in the future. One is the increasing demand for electric vehicles as countries and cities around the world adopt stricter emission standards. Tesla has a strong brand and a significant market share in the EV industry, which could help it capitalize on the growing demand. The company's expansion into new markets such as China and Europe can also drive sales and increase its revenue. Additionally, Tesla has a diverse range of products, including electric cars, energy storage systems, and solar panels, which would help it diversify the revenue streams and mitigate the impact of any downturn in a particular market. In the past, the company has struggled with production issues, leading to delays in the delivery of its vehicles. And in order to meet the high demand for its products, Tesla will need to scale up production and ensure that it can be so efficient and cost-effective. And this may involve investing in new technology and manufacturing processes, as well as hiring and training additional staff. Another challenge for Tesla is the high cost of producing its electric vehicles. The batteries and other components that go into these cars can be extremely expensive, and this cost is passed on to the consumer. This may make Tesla's products less affordable for some customers, which could limit the company's sales and profitability. And we've been waiting for a sub $30,000 Tesla model for years, and apparently they've been working on it behind the scenes this whole time, to get into the lower markets. And in order to boost sales, Tesla has moved into new markets. They're expanding into China and Europe, which could drive sales and increase revenue. Tesla also has that diverse range of products that we talked about. So diversification will be the key to longevity of the company. Don't forget the Tesla robot either. 
because that is a huge deal in the manufacturing and also the consumer realm. If you enjoy the Elon Musk podcast, please hit the subscribe button on the podcast app of your choice. It really does help out the show tremendously. So if you could do that real quick, I'd be super grateful. Now let's move on to a little bit of Twitter technology news. Twitter will soon let you swipe between different views containing recommended and followed tweets, trends, topics, and more. And that's what Elon Musk said. New Twitter navigation coming in January that allows swiping to side to switch between recommended and followed tweets, trends, topics, etc. Until then, tap stars icon on upper right of home screen to switch. So at this point, you have to tap on the star icon. A lot of people that I've talked to don't even know that the star icon exists. They just thought it was something cool to look at. Have never experienced the star, which switches between latest tweets from everybody or recommended tweets to you. And that's a game changer for a lot of people that you can swipe left or right to get to a different screen. Now, I currently have my Twitter set up with the latest tweets. And I like it that way because then I get to see the latest news and it's great. But some people just kind of want to see what's recommended to them, what they're going to probably like more than sifting through, you know, the 500 people that they follow. I follow a lot of people on Twitter, but I love the idea of having as much news as possible and enough viewpoints to make my own opinions from both sides. And with space news, I use my Twitter mainly for space news and SpaceX news and some Elon news too. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days, and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. 
What Shopify says you can sell anywhere? Oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. If I were to switch to the algorithm, choosing who I, who I look at and what I, what's recommended to me, it would be a completely different experience for me. And some people love that. Some people love that experience. So now you'll be able to swipe between top, latest, trending, and topics that you follow. So you have four choices from your home screen that you can check out. So it may give you different updates on every one of those screens. So if you do the top, the latest, you know, you'll probably get most of, you know, if you go through your whole latest feed, you'll probably be able to check out all of the tweets from top trending and topics with just going through your latest. As far as I know at this point, that's what I've heard. And this feature takes things to a new step and it adds different views and makes it easier to access all of those different views just by swiping. And swiping left and right has been around forever on smartphones. So it's about time Twitter caught up with the rest of the internet and the rest of the app community with this swiping feature. It seems kind of useful though, and it might take a little bit of time to get used to, but the things that you might miss on your first screen, you might swipe and find something important or something cool that you missed just by swiping left or right. So it's unclear when the feature will go live for all the users, but there will be new additions to Twitter in the coming months. And there's been view counts on Twitter there's been ranking and conversations lately, blue subscribers, square profile pictures for brands, different color check marks. There's a context in tweets now. So that's a whole other thing that Elon has added to Twitter since he's joined up. So it's only been a few months now, and it looks like Twitter shaping up to be a full featured social media platform. Sort of like what Facebook was, I guess. I'm, I'm seeing a little Facebook vibes here. I don't know if you see this too. Facebook was trying to be everything for everybody, right? They have Facebook payments. They have Facebook games. They have your wall. Of course, they have video streaming. They have kind of everything. And this is sort of what Elon was talking about before too. How he wanted to make it like, a, like an app that does everything. You know, you can do your banking on it. You can buy things on it. You can chat with your friends on it. And all those things are kind of available on Facebook at this point or meta, whatever you want to call it. Meta's Facebook. So is this the downfall of Twitter? Could it be? I don't know. That's what I'm just going to throw that out there for you because there's a possibility that Twitter becomes something huge and bloated or they streamline it into the better version 
of something like Facebook because Facebook, I, it's, it's a lot to check out. It's a lot to get into as far as all of the things that Facebook offers. It would be kind of cool to do a one-to-one perspective of the different social media platforms and what they offer. I wonder if there's something like that available online. I'll, I'll look into it and I'll loop back with you in another podcast. But I want to say thanks, everybody, for listening to the show and taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me. I... Now let's move on to a little bit of SpaceX news because there's some stuff happening down at Starbase right now in Boca Chica, Texas, that may change the outcome of 2023 and the Starship program moving forward. Right now, Booster 9 is at the testing facility and the launch site at Starbase, Texas. Booster 7, which Elon has said he wants to send to orbit with Ship 24, is back at the high bay getting repairs or the crew is checking it out. We're not 100% sure what's going on, but usually when a booster goes back to the high bay, it's getting refurbished or the engines are getting ripped off of it. Now, what happens next? If they can use these Raptors, if they weren't damaged enough from the recent test down there in Boca Chica, then there's a possibility that Booster 7 could fly in the future. But Booster 9 looks structurally sound, and really what they're doing now is doing cryogenic testing on it. They're doing pressure tests on it, and they're testing out the facilities to make sure that everything matches up properly with the booster and the ground facilities, the ground systems at Starbase, Texas, where they feed in the fuel and also the launch facilities there. So what's happening with Booster 7? We're not 100% sure. Now, Booster 9 looks like a really slick version of Booster 7. The welds on Booster 9 look much, much cleaner than Booster 7. Now, also, Ship 24 looks like it's in a good place. Some of the tiles got rocked off. Now, that's one of the problems that could stop this ship in particular from flying for the orbital flight test. Now, if they could figure that out in the next month or two. Now, remember, Elon said that this configuration of Ship 24 in Booster 7 were to be flying by the end of this year. They wanted to fly it by December. And also, there were NASA representatives that said they have a good feeling that SpaceX was going to fly that Starship by the end of 2022. But that didn't happen. We're in 2023 now. So moving forward, the test schedule that happened in 2021 with Booster 4 and Ship 20, that got pushed back and they tested different boosters. And what could be happening now is that they may be going into that phase again where they see that there's so many opportunities to launch something for the first time with something that's upgraded because they have a lot on the line. You know, they're working with NASA for the HLS program. And if they get this wrong, then NASA knows that this is a, a configuration that something could go wrong with. But if they do something that sets them back a year, maybe two years, there's a possibility that they don't get to do the first lunar landing of the Starship with the Artemis 3 program. You know, if they get pushed back because their orbital launch mount gets destroyed on, on the first inaugural launch, 
that's going to set them back years. You know, like who knows how long it's going to set them back months, possibly a year. They'd have to rebuild everything from scratch. I mean, the, the, the process that it took them to build the orbital launch mount, the mount itself will be fine, but everything, the configuration, all the pipes, all the electronics, everything in there is irreplaceable right now. You know, this is the first time they've ever built it. They know how to do it now, which is great. So they'll do it faster than they did it the first time, but they're going to have to look into this and see if the booster seven is going to be the way to go. And if they're figuring that out right now, there's a possibility that we do get to see a booster seven and ship 24 flight by where I'm, I'm going to guess second quarter of this year. So Take that with a grain of salt, though, because you never know. I was at I was at Boca Chica, Texas for 10 months waiting for a Starship to launch. I was right there on the side of the road. I moved to Texas to watch that thing launch in September of 2021, and it never happened. So there's a possibility. I'm not being a naysayer. I'm just saying that there's a possibility that this configuration may not fly like we want it to fly. It might be the time to move on to Booster 9. So. Hopefully we get to see a flight in the first quarter, but there's a possibility that second quarter 2023 will be the first orbital test flight of Starship. Do really appreciate everybody who's been signing up and subscribing on all of their podcast platforms. We're growing like crazy and it's because of you. And I really do love the interaction I'm getting on all the platforms. So thank you so much for that. I couldn't do it without you. This is all on you. Let's have a great new year, everybody. And yeah, more Elon news coming in hot every single day.